Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson. And I'm Mark Vila, and today we're here to talk about social, not social media, marketing. And Mark, what uh, what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> well, we're talking about uh, active word of mouth, uh, active social interaction with people within your community to develop your business. Okay, and that's opposed to social media. Tell me about the, the differences there. Well, yeah, we're ta- well, what we've talked about a couple times before is how many of our customers don't necessarily have websites or don't develop their business through the web. Uh, And going through a social marketing like this and actually interacting with people in your community is a way to to get word of mouth out for your business. And it's a quite easy way for a lot of our customers uh, because they already do that. Yeah, and and I've got a, a couple of things that I that I think are important to say right off the bat is, you know, everyone talks about Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as marketing tools. But when we do live presentations, you know, we have people actually come into the office or we're at a trade show, we'll do a presentation on the t-shirt business or marketing in general. Uh, I will ask the same question every time, and that's how many people in the room already have a website? And I would say that the average number is 70% of the people that are in custom apparel do not have a, a web presence at all. Um, and when I ask the crowd again, you know, where they get most of their business, 90% at least say word of mouth. Yeah. So even the people that have websites or have Facebook pages and things like that, still the vast majority of their business is from one person telling another person. Yeah, which goes to show uh, we realize how important a website is for a business. Right. Uh, but it's not necessary to have one to to be successful. Right, exactly. And uh, and then when you're doing everything that we talk about on all of these podcasts, email and website and social media, if you're doing it all, of course, you can maximize your potential. But social marketing is something that literally anybody can do. And you don't you don't have to learn too much to be able to do it. Right. Um, which is which is why we're talking about it today. I think. And and so when when you talk about social marketing, you're you're basically talking about meeting people and that active word of mouth concept, which is a great way to put it, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're just encouraging that word of mouth by meeting people people yourself. Um, let's do this at, at the beginning of the podcast today, so people know um, when we make this list for when they get back home. Mm-hmm. You know, after they're done listening to this fantastic podcast in their car. And I know you want to make notes now, uh, but, you know, so they'll know where that list is of places that they can actually engage in um, kind of active word of mouth or social marketing. Yeah. So this would be a time if you're sitting somewhere um, or you have access to a pen to take some notes. Uh, but we were trying to compile a list and a little bit of uh, just talking back and forth on where. You know, where would you do this social type of marketing? Where are you going to get new referrals? Okay, well, well and, and I think it's, it's fairly easy because what I want you to do is, is first just think about your existing customer base and where you know them from. I mean, if, mm-hmm. it's from your, if it's from your kid's school or if it's from where your best friend works or something along those lines, now, now you know that your existing customers are a great place to start 
um, to do your social marketing mm-hmm. because you're gonna you're gonna meet them again and ask them you know who else they know you know or or where can you go to find more customers yeah and and if you don't if you're new to the business um, and you don't necessarily have a big customer base to analyze or maybe you, you know a lot of businesses get started off with only one or two customers right and they might be big enough to support your business, but That's you want true. to grow. That's true. So we had also discussed about just where do you go where you interact with other people? Where have you met some of your friends? Right. Um, whether it's, um, you know, I've met a bunch of people at my son's Little League. Yeah, that's, a, those that's games, a great one. Yeah. You know, when I go to those games, so uh, going to Little League, my daughter does dance. Right. So that's another thing that we meet people there. You meet the owner, the business, you meet coaches, uh, you meet... The plumber, other other parents, yeah, yeah, other parents. You know, um, I had some plumbing work done, and that I met the guy there, right? And uh, so, um, and then so there's already places you go where you meet people, right? And then there's places where you aren't going yet, where you really need to be, right? So, so let's talk about some other places that you might go, and that's not only like sporting events and dance Mm -hmm. class. You know, wherever your kids go, there are other parents there, Mm -hmm. so so it's important to let them know what you do. Um, another place is church. I know mm-hmm. that we have a few customers that only do um, church business, uh, and a lot of it is through family reunions that are attached mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, there's there's that, and then you figure with any group of people that you're getting together with, um, whether it be you know church or a little league or dance school um, or cheerleading, um, a- any of these situations where you where you've got a group of people together, they all do something else. Right. That's not what they do. They own a business, or they they might be a marketing manager somewhere. They might be a sales representative for right. a tile company. Right. Um, and if that's the case, you know you could just ask them. Yeah. Hey, it, is your company of shirts? Yeah. Hey, guess what I do for a living? Yeah. So, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that that kind of uh, elevator pitch in, yeah. in a, in a minute. But so. Why don't you do this? If you're if you're at home, hit pause and make a list of everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you take on Tuesdays and Thursdays you go to soccer practice. On Wednesdays you play cards with somebody. On Sundays you go to church. On Saturdays you do a youth group or you hunt or you mm-hmm. go, f- you know, antiquing. You know, just think about any of those social activities. Make a list of those places, and then we'll work out a little bit of advice on what to do when you get there. Yeah, and, and then um, I mentioned a moment ago places where you need to be. Um, if you've got a local chamber of commerce, right, a small business association, um, any type of, of um, you know, business, either lunches or breakfasts or anything that might be held in your community, yeah. um, search online for it, ask other people that you know that are business owners where they might go because these are great events because everybody that's there, the reason that they're going there is because they want to grow their business. They yeah. might have something to sell you, but all of them wear apparel. Right. And, and you know, it, it's funny because not many people get the newspaper anymore. But in, in every town, there's, there's a, a local newspaper. There's some kind of a business journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the back, if you look, you know, a lot of times there are announcements of Chamber of Commerce meetings or business meetup groups or, mm-hmm. you know, things along those lines. So, so you can start there. You can actually go to the Chamber of Commerce website, and they will not only list their meetings, but they'll list their members' meetings as well, depending on the chamber. Yeah, and then, the, then you can shrink those communities down further to 
um, homeowners associations. Yeah, good one. Um, so it, any type of community type of event. And then there's just interest groups. Yeah, let's say you're a hermit and you mm-hmm. and you never go anywhere, which I am, by the way. So <laughs> you never go anywhere. You, you, you don't do the group thing at all. Um, you can actually go and find uh, interest groups through meetups. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's meetup.com that has a list that you can search by zip code. Uh, and just run down a list of interest groups in one day. Yeah, they, they have everything. If there's something that you're interested in, if you're upset, there's there's a local one here I saw online that it's just people who are obsessed with Charles Darwin. They find the guy <laughs> terribly fascinating, and they meet like once a month, and they just talk about his life and his stories and books. That is the worst <laughs> vertical market I can think of, the worst, yeah. <laughs> worst T-shirt niche market. But uh, the thing is, is that, the point is that you're going there just to meet people because no matter where what group you're going to, all those people do something else. Yeah, that that's true. And, that's true. and so, so it's not necessarily you want to sell to that group, which it could be. Right. You know, it could be uh, if if there's a, a golfing group. If you like to golf and you go and you go to a golf meeting where people talk about golfs and clubs. Right. And maybe when they're not golfing, but they meet for lunch and talk about that. Right. All those people do something else, and you want to sell them. Or get connected to their bosses or their uh, decision makers. Yeah, so, I mean, we're back to that fundamental point about social marketing and expanding your, your business through active word of mouth is is you've got to meet more people. I mean, the business that you got, if you're, I mean, think about it. If your business survives through word of mouth, that means you've met those people or those people's friends. Mm-hmm. So if you meet an extra 100 people this month, your business will increase. There, there's no choice in the matter. It's, you know, it's it's faded. The more people that you meet, the more business that you get, provided you tell them what you do. Yeah. So let let's talk about that a little bit then. What? How do you? That's been always a challenge, I think for me is how do I tell somebody what I do, in a way that uh, doesn't just have them trailing their eyes in a different direction um, or make it confusing. So, because if you, if somebody, if you ask somebody what, if you have a commercial embroidery machine right. and somebody says, what do you do? I do embroidery. Are they thinking? No, they think you're, si- they're, you're sitting at home um, like your grandmother. And I apologize if you are a grandmother, uh, but like your grandmother and you, you've got a needle and you're doing home embroidery. You're just, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're decorating your grandkids. Clothes. You've just offended all the grandmothers. Yeah, I know I have. And there's so many that are in great businesses. <laughs> I love all of you. Well, um, I mean, you're a grandfather, aren't you? I'm almost, almost. Oh, Give me okay. a minute. All right. Give me a minute, but I'm, I'm the cool kind. <laughs> no, but I mean, the point, you know, I think one and, and point of that joke even is just the fact that there's just so many people in all different ages and they're not, and, and they're going to meet all different people. What do they, what do they say? How do they say what they do? What, what's yeah, so I'm going to go back to, to an old idea um, because, as, as Mark mentioned, I, I, I am a little longer in the tooth than he is. In the, um, and we used to call it an elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. And you call it an elevator pitch because you, it's kind of like what you say to a prospect or somebody that you might do business with one day. Um, if you're trapped in an elevator for those, like those three or four floors. Mm-hmm. Now, we're in Florida, so there's only about five elevators in the entire state. Yeah. You know, we tend to build low to the ground. But, you know, you, you get the idea. It's that you have a, a few seconds, maybe it's 20 or 30 seconds when you first get introduced to somebody or actually introduce yourself to someone on purpose um, to say who you are and what you do 
uh, in a clear and compelling manner. Okay. So if somebody has um, an embroidery, commercial embroidery equipment, what what might be an elevator pitch that you would give? Uh, well, what I might do, especially if they're wearing, I mean, if they're wearing like a company polo or something like that, or a uh, or a uniform for where they work, then that's the easiest. Because you can just say, hey, my name is Mark Stevenson. I mean, don't say that because that's not going to be your name. No. But, you know, hey, my name is Mark Stevenson, and uh, I, I'm in the commercial embroidery business. I make garments just like you're wearing right now. Yeah. Uh, I do corporate polos for companies just like yours. You know, what do you do for them? Mm-hmm. And, and they look down, and they look at the embroidery. They immediately understand. Right. It, absolutely. Or you could start again with something like, wow, I really like your company logo on that shirt. That's what I do for a living. I do I do corporate embroidery work. Mm-hmm. You know who at your company does this kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, everyone's and what you're going to find is the more times you say that, the uh, the amount of times you're going into the people that say me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which is great. You know that that's what you want to meet. And then uh, the same goes with uh, rhinestone apparel or t-shirt printing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the t-shirt printing one is is uh, everyone understands that one. I think that one's maybe easier to explain in yeah. my, in my, th- you know, in my head at least. What do you do? I, I'm a t-shirt printer. I print t-shirts. Right. Yeah, that, that, that's true. That is pretty clear. And, and uh, the embroidery one and then the rhinestone one um, or any any of that type of apparel, bling apparel, is I think as its own little challenge too. Yeah. Um, and I've thought about that one a couple of times, you know, how might I say that? Well, honestly, you've got to be, and, and this is this is one of the rules that we'll talk about at the end for social marketing, is you, you've really got to be wearing your stuff. You know, you have yeah. to be wearing mm-hmm. what you do. And if you're in the rhinestone t-shirt business and you're wearing bling on you, you can say, you know, hi, my name's Mark. I create custom apparel, you know, with rhinestones or I create custom bling apparel, apparel like what I'm wearing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Do you have any any kids in cheerleading, or do you know anybody that wears a booster, mm-hmm. you know, clothing like like this? Yeah, yeah, and and so it's important that no matter what, no matter what type that you do, and if you do more than one, you you can't go into well, I make signs and I make T-shirts and I do embroidery and I do rhinestones. Right. You, then you get into that, the eyes start wandering. So just think about how you want to capture what you what it, what you entail what what your whole business is right in in a few sentences and and it's good to also do examples like i gave you the very short version mm-hmm. um but but like is a great word to use provided you can keep it to a minimum so you might say something like hey my name's mark um i do custom apparel like rhinestone t-shirts or printed tees or mm-hmm. corporate embroidery mm-hmm. you know uh, embroidered polos things like that what do you do yeah yeah, yeah. And, and that's ideal, and that, get, and that starts the conversation about it. And you'll find that whenever I mention I'm in this industry, uh, people find it interesting. Yeah, they really yeah, do. People find it interesting. It's If, if you say, um, I'm a CPA, I'm an accountant, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to ask anything about what you do. Right. You know, they, they see the calculator and the computer and, right. and a bunch of things they don't understand. Everybody knows, and, and thank you, by the way, for offending all of those people that are actually accountants <laughs> and do custom apparel on the weekends. But one of the things I want to point out here is because, you know, Mark has been in the custom apparel business for longer than I has. Have He's actually sold machines, sold equipment mm-hmm. and things like that. 
your business is not the equipment that you own. Yeah. So if someone asks you what you do, you don't say, I have a DTG printer. Yeah. Or I have a screen I have screen printing equipment. Or I have an, a commercial embroidery machine. Yeah. You know, you describe the end result. Yeah. You know, I do custom corporate apparel like you're wearing right now. Yeah. No, that's that's actually a really good point to make is is helping them visualize what it is that you do. And if you if you specialize in something, then yeah. just talk about that. I do I do custom sports apparel. If yeah. that's really your niche, then just go right into that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. We've got some great success stories of people up on the Cold Essie website. Um, and one of my favorites is Kim Kim Langevin. Uh, she's got a couple of rhinestone machines, and what she does is custom uh, dog shirts. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she does dog shirt. Get get how how narrow this is. She specializes in doing rhinestone dogs. Mm-hmm. Most of her business is for like dog sporting events, mm-hmm. so like dock jumping and things along those lines. So when she goes to an event, or when she meets somebody, what do you do? I do custom rhinestone T-shirts that have dogs on them. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, and her next, the question at the end of the elevator pitch, which is one of the rules that we're going to talk about, is going to be, do you have any pets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got a Yorkie. Oh, wow, I just did a great Yorkie T-shirt. Here's my card. It's got my website on it. You should go look. Yeah, and and this is, and sometimes if you if you play it right, and on your, on your, if you have your, on your phone or whatever it is, if you've got somebody engaged in the conversation, you know, you can have pictures of what you do. Yeah. But you want, you want to have that prepped and ready to go for your pitch if you plan on doing that. That's a great idea. I'd never thought of, thought of that. But like, you know, for Kim, especially, you know, if it's, or let's say, you know, if you specialize in, you know, uniforms or corporate polos. You know, you could say, just say, oh, I did this great corporate logo for Bob's Electrical Shop. Yeah. Or, you know, did you know I do all the uh, sports jerseys for the Booster Club at Plant High School? Yeah. Here's my latest one. I really like it. Let me show you. And this is and this is how you do that. This is just... By the way, I'm waving my finger over yeah, an imaginary yeah. phone right now like I'm scrolling through pictures. Just, <laughs> well, when we have video, then they'll understand it more. What they'll see me waving yeah, my finger. They'll see you waving your finger That's over great. the phone. And I'm, I'm actually going to take out my phone and, and do this in, in, in real life here. So for those... Wait, let me hold the microphone up to your telephone. Yeah, okay. So you, now that... For anyone who can see, they'll see me doing this. But if I have, I have an iPhone, uh, if you have an Android phone, all the phones do this if you have a smartphone. In your... There's so if I go into my photos and my albums, I've got a little plus button on the top, and I could hit that, and I can add a new album, and okay. this album is going to be uh, samples. Yeah, and in that album, when I take a picture of something, I'm going to add it to the sample album. So now what happens is in my sample album, I maybe have don't overload it. I right. would maybe have a dozen, twenty images in there, whatever the number might be, a scrollable number. And then this way, if you want to show somebody an example of what you do, yeah. you open it up, you hit samples, and now you've got the twenty pictures right there. Rather than scrolling through, yeah, the, pictures the of your nine hundred of your of your grandkids. I'm gonna say it again: birthday party and things yeah. like that. But okay, so what I just picture is all of these. You know, we've already uh, pictured that most of our customers don't have websites, mm-hmm. and and the ones that do do mostly, you know, word of mouth. So what I don't want is for people that are not very smartphone friendly. 
to think that you can't accomplish these things. Okay, that's that's gravy. What we just yeah. That's the master class. What we just exactly. talked about. <laughs> what I really want is for everybody to spend a few minutes. That's not comfortable saying who they are and what they do. Um, to to take another pause point right now in the in the um, podcast and write that down. Yeah. Just like write four or five sentences. Hi, my name is Becky, and I do custom apparel, mostly blank. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a few little fun ways that you can actually practice that. So write it down a few times, write down a few versions, and call yourself and leave yourself a voicemail. Oh, that's a good idea. With like your that. pitch. Right. And then listen to it. Or if you, or if you have a, a voice recorder, use that. You know, whatever is easier for you. But record it. Then listen to it. Yeah. And then if you're happy, leave it there and come back to it tomorrow. And oh, listen yeah. to it in a fresh mind. And then come back to it again um, a few times on different days at different times of the day, before or after coffee. Right. See if you still like it. And tweak it to the point and then, and then memorize it in a yeah. way. I mean, you don't have to memorize word for word, but say it enough times to yourself out loud that you've that it's just yeah you don't get tongue-tied yeah and the the idea is is like you know these are social situations there's there's never any pressure here so you know you're not doing a big presentation for 50 people or anything like that it's just to get you comfortable you know saying you know meeting people introducing yourself to people um and saying what you do i mean because that's really the core if you don't do anything else i'm sure you didn't do this to get your current word of mouth customers yeah you know so this is just if you put yourself in an environment that we're suggesting places where you can meet you know three or five or ten people at a time then we want you to be comfortable doing so so what you're going to do is learn how to say who you are say what you do in a clear way doesn't take too long Mm -hmm. two or three sentences um, to get comfortable with that by writing it down in advance. Um, and that's going to be your your elevator pitch and what you do when you meet people. Okay, so so we know we've got some ideas where to go and and what to say. Yeah. what are what are some what are some of the rules that you think are, are ones yeah. to follow to make sure that that you're successful in this? Yeah, they're 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 a hundred percent rules. They're they're hard and fast rules. These are these are things that I really want you to do. And the number one thing, and the number one thing I'm most disappointed about when I do those live. Um, training classes or mm-hmm. webinars or things like that is uh, how few people are wearing your, wearing their work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a great substitute for having pictures or samples is to be wearing your samples. Yeah. And I'm not suggesting you look like a cartoon character and be covered in, you know, uh, we had uh, we had a great kind of Halloween celebration this year at Coldesi and Coleman and Company. And uh, Linda, our general manager, just she, she blinged out every square inch of her. She just wore rhinestones, an entire rhinestone suit. You don't have to be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just, like, if you do commercial embroidery, wear something excellent that has your commercial commercial logo on it. Well, yeah, and, and so there's a gentleman that comes into Coleman and Company. He's local. He just happens to be local here, um, even though we work nationally. And he comes in and he does patches. Right. So we sell a patch kind of kit thing, and he and that's what he does. He always has either like a patch in his pocket or something stuck to him all the time. Yeah, and it's just kind of it's something that he's working on or something that he thinks is cool or a little logo that he's made, um, and he's got them on his jacket sleeve and things like that. And yeah. it's just he does it and he makes them. And sometimes he's got one in his pocket, but he's always got one either on his jacket or his shirt. That's and great. It looks good. It's never 
weird or tacky. It's, yeah. And uh, and sometimes it's just a matter of just he's added, you know, his name to a shirt. Yeah. And the, and by the way, the patch kit is awesome. If you don't, if yeah. you're into embroidery, you don't already have it. You should get it. It's cheap. It's awesome. You should just get it. But that's a that's a a that's a good point. So. Let's say you, you're wearing your work and you're wearing or you have on you a great sample of what you do and you completely blow the elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, all you can do is grunt and point. Yeah. You know, so uh, somebody asks you, hey, they say, hey, my name's John. Nice to meet you. What do you do? And you just point. Yeah. You know, that is the best commercial that you can do. Okay. So wear your work 100% of the time. Every, I want you to embroider your logo on your pajamas. I want you to have rhinestones on the shorts that you wear to mow the lawn. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you have the opportunity to meet anybody and, and tell them what you do, you can just point. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be tacky, a tacky big logo, your right. logo on everything that you do. But if you could do little decorations on things, even just some of your polo garments. It should be something. something. Yeah, it should be something. You do it, so wear it and and be proud of it. Yeah, and and rule number two, I would say, is always have a business card. Mm -hmm. Okay, because even though, even if you have the greatest um, sample that you're wearing or that you can hand to people, um, people are, they're never going to remember you. They're never going to, they're not going to remember your name or your company name. Uh, And if they write it down on a notepad or the back of their card, uh, they're not going to be able to read it in half an hour. Yeah, and, and then I, in addition to that rule, I'm going to encourage the opposite, the flip of that, not the opposite of that, but the flip side of that. Yeah, get theirs. Oh, absolutely. Because then, you, then the marketing, you are in control of marketing to them, and it gives you an opportunity to do a few things. One, um, when the you know the next day or later that day, you can send them an email. Right. Hey, it was nice to meet you. Yeah. Here's my good. contact info. Um, or you can mail them. Uh, a thank you note if you met them at an event where they did something for you, I or you like can that. mail them a brochure, whatever it might be. Um, you have now you control the marketing, so don't uh, you know take some active role in that by getting their card. So so let's make the number one rule to wear your work, and the number one the number two rule to exchange business mm-hmm. cards, and uh, and then and then oh if not if they don't have a card, get their email. Yeah, you know, get their biz, get their business name, get it, and 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 then you've got to be able to write it down. So I think that actually flows into the next rule. Absolutely, and that is uh, is is to take notes or to have something to take notes on. Because what's going to happen is, especially if you're in a meetup group or if you're in a large church group or even if there's more than five people in the room, you're going to have great conversations with somebody when you tell them what you do, and uh, and and you're not going to remember what that was about mm-hmm. because it's a two-hour event and you met those that person as soon as you walked in. So you're going to have a business card in your hand and you're going to say, I know I'm supposed to call this person about something. Yeah. So you definitely want to have some way to take notes. If you're comfortable doing that on your phone, that's great. If not, one of those little pads that you can get for a dollar at Walgreens that fit in your pocket, mm-hmm. you know, that'll work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and always have that uh, a pen on you so you can... Uh, you know, you can use a business card to take a note too. You yep. know, the back of a business card, the side of a business card, you know, right, you know, needs hats. Right. So, so where would, where would the elevator pitch fit into that? Um, in, in regards to in the changing, rules. in, in the rules, well, the, the, the elevator pitch is probably before or after the business card, you know, um, the, the, I mean, the elevator pitch for me, well, if we're talking about order of importance, right. I think it's number one. Okay. For okay. me. Okay, good. For me. Uh, because if you're at, 
if you're at the pool, you might not be in a position to wear your work. You know, um, if you're at a if you're on an event where you're Although wearing a tuxedo... Although I, I, I do keep an embroidered cold SE logo on my bathing suit, <laughs> yeah. so it's fine. Um, or, you know, or if you're at, you know, if you're, if you're at an event where you're a black tie event, right. you know, it, it might be tacky to wear a, your, a custom t-shirt underneath. No, but it'd be perfect for rhinestone embellishments on the yes. tie. Yes. I just, just want to point that out. So I think the elevator pitch you can always have with you no matter what. Right. Um, and then uh, for me, so for me, it's, it's elevator pitch, wearing your work, um, exchanging contact information and then taking notes. Yeah, um, and that's kind of, that's kind of my order. Okay, so so when you leave the house in the morning, let's just say let's let's just make these rules that you always have to be wearing your work. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're working or if you're not working, I'd prefer that you always wear your work mm-hmm. um, because you never know someone may ask you yeah. uh, about that. Um, you are going to always have business cards and be ready to exchange business cards with the people that you meet. Um, you're going to be prepared to take notes in some way. And you're going to have your elevator pitch ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, and remember, that's just who you are and what you do. And the, the rule that I'll add to that elevator pitch is that you always want to follow up with a question. Okay. So, okay. so you don't want to just yeah. say, say, hi, my name's Mark. I do uh, custom T-shirts for businesses like yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then where Crickets. You know, what is he supposed to say? Oh, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. so you got to follow that up with a question. Mm-hmm. And it's got to, it can be... You know, what do you do? Um, you know, it could be something innocuous like that, or it could be kind of a more direct question. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do, do you ever get t-shirts printed? Mm-hmm. You know, do you ever wear corporate um, polos, mm-hmm. you know, with the logo on them? Uh, does your business use uniforms? Yeah. You know, any, anything along those lines would be appropriate questions after the elevator pitch. You just got to add something. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And, and no matter what it is, it's just got to be some sort of open-ended, engaging question. Right. Um, something quite simple like what you do what do you do opens a conversation further um i like the idea of um of even you know if you get into um you know what type you know if you do embroidery you know getting into yeah. like um oh like and th- those machines that run them are really cool you ever seen one right you know and then uh and because th- then you can open up the conversation about what you do even more and it gives you an excuse to continue to pitch yourself yeah um so all, all those things but definitely an open-ended question at the end well you've got to just that's just conversation 101 for for small talk yep you know, okay. ask questions so 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 let's bring it back around and kind of summarize what, yeah. we, what we've talked about okay so Social marketing, not social media marketing, is 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 kind of like uh, what do we say? It's it's active. It's active word of mouth, right? You right. know, and social interaction, right? And and you're going to do this because probably most of the business right now that you have is by word of mouth, but most people don't do anything to increase that. So you're just increasing the opportunity for word of mouth business. Yeah. Okay, and you're going to do that um, by. Taking, making a list of all of the groups that you uh, come into contact with on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And there's like baseball teams or dance classes or church groups, things like that. Um, what else? And um, so you've, you've got the places where you're going to go um, you, and who you're going to talk to. And I think what's important to bring up is that this is free. Yeah, good point. You know, this is free. You can spend a lot of money on uh, ads and advertising and online ads and yes. bumping up your social media, you know, uh, posts and things like that. You can spend a lot of money and 
and chasing where that money is being spent and how it works is a full time job. Right. Uh, we know that's our full time jobs. <laughs> you know yeah. that is our and and that's a lot of work into that. This is something that you just do. Yeah. And and it's completely free and you're going and you know if you're at little league or dance you're there's always a lot of small talk going yeah. on in the crowd because the, the the teacher or the coach is off talking to the students and you're just standing there with another dad or mom. Yeah. So. Uh, you're going to talk about it and bring it up. Yeah, and you know, at some point, somebody's going to say, so what do you do? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like the standard greeting. So so what do you do? Yeah, it's easy, small talk. <laughs> so be ready for it. And uh, you 100%, you will get business out of it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Uh, I actually did uh, part of a, an online webinar that I did, had some of this in it. Mm-hmm. And I actually got an email from a woman that had attended and she told me, says, you know what, I did what you said, and I just introduced myself and, and did the word of mouth thing, and I got business from it immediately. Yeah, immediately. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if, 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 you, if, you, if this is a Friday, and you said you were going to do some of this over the weekend, that you were going to consider this and, and, and make a, a conscious effort that you were going to follow this plan, yep. that by Monday you will have gotten a piece of referral business headed your way yeah it's I mean, true no, no doubt i have no doubt about that so so here's what i think we would like you to do as soon as you're done with the podcast here today is um you know make sure that you've made that list of mm-hmm. places that you go i mean make a conscious effort don't just go through your day normally make a list of the places that you go and the things that you do where you come into contact with groups of people mm-hmm. okay that's number one number two is to kind of work on that elevator pitch a little bit mm-hmm. okay Number three is if you're not doing something every night and every day and all day, um, to look for those additional opportunities like the Chamber of Commerce and like the meetup groups. Mm-hmm. And then after you've done all this for about a week, um, leave us a comment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can go to caspodcast.com. You can reach out to us there. You can contact us there. And um, I'd love to hear um, thoughts or suggestions, um, success stories. Yeah. Uh, anything that that you've done, um, and if you're fine with it, for us to share your su- success story on any of these things um, in future podcasts as well, because we've got to encourage each other in this business, um, in any business. You know, you, when you're with your peers, you encourage each other, each other to be successful. Yep, and that's what we're doing here. Okay, I think that's all we've got yeah. on social, not social media marketing. Um, thanks for paying attention this time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot. And, uh, look forward to hearing uh, how it works out for you.